Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I Love a Mystery, a Carlton E. Morse audio novel featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure, now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. Five o'clock in the dark chill of the morning in the great gray castle on a small unidentified island somewhere off the west coast of Canada. At last, Doc knows what is in store for him. He learned from Linda Joyce two hours ago when the two were locked down underground in a dungeon separated from a hungry mountain lion only by bars. Then he learned that in two hours, when the last of his poker chips are gone, He's to be turned loose on the island with a hungry cougar. And his only weapon of defense will be a knife with an eight-inch blade. Now he is back in the big rooms where he's locked up with Jack and Reggie. Well, doggone it, Jack. It's the darndest thing yet. Now, sit down, Doc, and tell us what happened. Yeah? Well, it's just like I said. About two hours ago, while you and Reggie were still asleep... Why didn't you awaken us, Doc? Anyway, Cooper come in here and got me and took me down into the cellar. Cellar? Well, anyway, a lot of underground rooms where he keeps his mountain lion and stuff like that. Is that where the cats are? Down in the lower regions of the castle? Well, some of them is, anyway. Yeah, go on. Well, and then he opened the door, and there was Linda. Down with the mountain lions? You ain't kidding there, none, fella. And what's more, she was chained to the wall. Doc, what are you talking about? I'm a-telling you, Jack. It's just like I said. One big room with iron bars reaching from the floor to the ceiling, a-running down the middle of the room. On one side of the room was Linda. On the other side, a big cat with green and yellow eyes laying on his belly, watching her and gnawing and crunching bones. And she was chained to a wall down there with that thing? For ten hours, she told me. How was she taking it? Pretty darn bad. Honest, I don't know when I felt so sorry for anybody. She's so blamed scared, she wishes she was dead right now. Well, you don't look so composed yourself. Well, if you knew what I know... Well, why don't we? What are you holding out on us for? Now, Jack, looky. You seen them two poker chips. That's all you have left? That's all. Two chips, two hours. And you know what's going to happen to me when those two hours is up. Doc, uh, you know... Yeah, Linda told me. You know what she said, Jack? You know what that little old gal said to me, Jack, down there in the black hole, scared so bad she wished she was dead? 
And with that cougar thing a gnawing and crunching and messing with them dead bones? Oh, look here. Doc, stop it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what she said. They're stripping me down, Jack. Stripping me as clean as a whistle. Maybe they'll leave my shoes. I don't know about that. Doc, will you listen to me? No, you listen to me. It's kind of interesting, fella. Yeah. Yeah, kind of interesting. Doc, please. Yeah. When they come and get me in my birthday suit, that is all except my shoes, maybe. They're going to turn me loose out there on the main part of the island with nothing but a stabbing knife. What do you mean, turn you loose on the main part of the island? Yes, they are. And that ain't all they're turning loose out there. No, sir, you betcha it ain't. They're turning loose a nice big tawny mountain lion that ain't had nothing to eat for ten days. That's ridiculous, Doc. It ain't ridiculous. It's just the way Linda told it to me, scared to death. Wonder if that's what was going to happen to her, too. It's happened before? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's why the other folks before us who tried to find Alexander Archer disappeared out of the world and ain't never been heard of since. Unless you count that skeleton we seen out on the island yesterday hearing from them. Doc, Doc, listen to me. I'm scared, Jack. I ain't never been scared in my life before. I know that now. And I'm only the first. There's you and Reggie and Linda after me. Yes, yes, of course. Doc, stop sitting there rocking like that. Get hold of yourself. Everything fixed out there so the cougar can go any place I can. Sneaking up, crawling along on his belly, his mouth a-watering. <laughs> hamburger for a mountain lion. That's all I am. Living, walking hamburger. <laughs> Jack, you... You slapped me. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I had to do that to Linda down there in the cage. You all right now? Yeah, I think so. Still got the creeping jitters. And that's exactly what Cooper's been working for. He's finally broken you down. I was being down there in the dock with that thing, cracking bones and watching, and the smell, that that meaty smell. Ah, don't get started again. Are you sure you haven't been framed? Huh? Oh, what you mean? Are you sure Linda and the mountain lion weren't just a setup? That the whole thing wasn't just another of Cooper's experiments in fear. You mean Linda was faking? If you think she was, you're crazy. There ain't nobody could act like she was unless they meant it. Besides, she's Alexander Archer's niece. What's that? Yeah. She's been thrown in with Cooper so she could reach her uncle. That's why she was so interested last night when you told her Archer was here in the castle. So that's where she fits into the picture. Yeah. And that's why she's in trouble now. She got to looking around and found where Archer was being held. Just as she was getting to the room, Cooper caught her. That's something to know. But we're getting away from the subject. Right now, we've got to concentrate on you. And, fella, if anybody ever needed concentrated on, it's me. It, it's hard to swallow. It seems incredible that Cooper would do what you described. I know it's true. If a girl ever told the truth, Linda Joyce was a-telling it. Well, then we've got two hours to do something about it. I... I still wonder... Look it, Jack... What about that walk Cooper and Dr. Thorne took us on yesterday morning, out on the main part of the island? Quite. The moat of swift water about the castle so that once across the drawbridge, neither man nor beast can get back. And all the brush and undergrowth cut out. And all the limbs trimmed off the trees up 20, 30 feet. I felt I have a bad time trying to get up a tree away from a mountain lion. I say it's all perfectly clear, Jack. Don't you remember them warning Doc not to go down into the little gully because he would be trapped? Yeah, and to keep away from hollow stumps and, and that about going on that rocky ledge because one fella tried to do and, and that's where he died. And then they kept repeating over and over, keep out in the open. Out in the open was his only chance. Jack, are you listening? Yes, yes. I'm just thinking about a person's chance of escape by water. But there ain't a chance, Jack. 
and undertow that sucker fella under before he had waded out knee-deep all around the island. Well, they made it pretty plain that there's no escape, that you're going to have to face that animal. Yeah, such nice people. What did they do with Linda Joyce when they brought you back up here? They took her out to, uh, I don't know what they're doing with her. But, but Jack, are we just going to sit here? Why aren't we doing something? If you can suggest something. What about getting that door open? Doc, you say you can open any lock that's made. Big old lock like that? Not without some tools. Besides, even if I could, the guard outside the door couldn't help knowing what's going on. Then the windows. Barred. And even if they weren't barred, it's a good 50 feet straight down on the moat right below. We did it in Seattle. Tied the bedclothes together. The water's too swift. And the banks are straight up and down. It just won't work, Reggie. Besides, we can't cut through them bars, and that's all there is about it. But there's something, Jack. Jack, I'm not going to sit here and let them take Doc out. Neither am I. The next time they open the door, we make a break. Yeah? You mean we're going into action? It's desperate. We haven't got a chance in a thousand. What do we care about that? I feel better already. Why have we waited this long? Yeah, that's what's been the matter with me. Sitting around doing nothing. No wonder I got scared. I ain't never been scared when things is busting. What we've been waiting for? We've been waiting for a break. The odds have been too heavy against us. Then, uh, then you've thought of something? No. But there's nothing to lose now. If Doc's going out to be eaten alive by a mountain lion, he'd better die right here and now. Yeah, a fighting folks I can fight back at. I see. And if Doc goes, you and I will go next. So we might as well make a fight for it right here and now. Now you're talking, son. That makes me feel like Doc Long again. Reggie? Yes. See that oak chair over there? Why, uh, yes, naturally. Can you smash it up? Pull it apart? Do what? Those oak legs will make just about the right size clubs to lay a man out. I get it. I'll take care of it. Hey, Jack, we're fist fighters. What we want clubs for? We want something more than fists to fight gunmen with. And if you want to tackle that wolf dog Prometheus with your fist... Oh, doggone, I plumb forgot about him. Make kiddling wood out of it, Reggie. No, I'm not. Just saving the solid oak legs, though. What we gonna do? The minute the door opens, rush out and lay everybody out in sight? No. If we can pick them off one at a time, before they realize... I say, here you are. Beautiful clubs. Oh, gone. Hey, I want that one. All right. Now, each one lay his club where it won't be seen at first glance, and yet where he can grab it up quick. Yeah, I get you. What do you mean, Jack? Undoubtedly, the next person in here will be Cooper. Yeah, that's right. Well, let him get in. Let the guard get the door shut before we make a move. But I say he'll be armed and he's bound to have that wolf dog with him. Wait until he's in and the guard has closed and locked the door. Hey, somebody come. Relax. Take your signal from me. Good evening, gentlemen. The guard, close and lock the door. Yeah, right, yeah. I'll be talking to these men quite a few minutes. To heal from it, yes. Ah, no. <laughs> sit down, sit down. Don't stand on ceremony. What do you want, Cooper? Why, I think it's time to collect another poker chip from Mr. Long. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is, ain't it? <laughs> yes, yes. And that will leave you only one. Uh-huh. You want I should give it to you now? Oh, yes, if you will, please. Yeah. Here it is. Got him, Jack. 
I'm holding Cooper's body between me and the dog. Use the clubs, Ricky. Use the clubs. He's going to jump. He's going to jump. Look out. Anybody hurt? That brute slashed my arm, but not badly. But when he jumped you, Doc... I kept Cooper's body over my face and neck. He couldn't get at me. Is uh, is Cooper dead? Uh, no, no. The wolf wouldn't touch him. Here, give me a hand. Stuff him under the bed. Huh? Uh, what are we going to do now? See if we can't lure the guard in here. Is that wolf's body out of sight? From the door, it is. All right. Hey, guard! Hey there! What do you want? Cooper wants you in here. What does he want? Didn't you hear the noise? That wolf's gone mad. He wants you to shoot him. Is that what that noise was? Fell he not. We've got him locked in the next room. Hurry up, will you? Yeah. Uh, did you see it? <coughs> boy, Jack. Not so loud. Here, get his body into the room. Hey, what you shutting the door for? Listen, now comes the hardest part. We'll be shot on sight. So what? So we're not giving up, no matter what happens. Right? Right. Everything or nothing. And won't they be surprised to see me at the pearly gates? Adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. Consultants Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.